This is One in 54, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. One in 54 is a weekly show devoted to topics related to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to One in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And this morning, I'm speaking with Alexis Wood, CEO and owner of Autumn Brushes in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Alexis. Good morning. How you guys doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I think Steve, who's, who's running the show uh, from the studio, is also doing well. And we are really excited to have you on. Um, so, so Alexis, um, I know you started Awesome Brushes in 2018, and then it has evolved uh, for the last two years to where you are today. Could you give us um, both some background on yourself as well as background on, you know, sort of where the idea came from, why Awesome Brushes, why the focus in this particular area, and, um, and then I'm sure I'll pop in with some questions along the way. All right. So in 2018, um, I was currently where that moment I was running a painting business with my business partner, which is also my life partner, Eric Mitchell. Um, he's Milan's father, which is my daughter who has autism. So in 2018, we're running a painting company. Um, that was the year that Milan, which is our four year old daughter now, um, she was diagnosed with autism. Um, she's more on the mild spectrum area of autism. Um, so like I said, we were running a paint company. Our daughter was diagnosed with autism that year. Um, so we pretty much desi- decided to combine two of our worlds, which was our home life. Sorry. Which was our home life and our, our, our professional life, which was the painting company. Um, and while we were painting, you know, it was really hard to find, um, you know, like brushes that we actually liked. Um, ones that were good quality. So we decided to design our own brushes. Um, and I figured that, you know, since the paint brushes that we had, you know, found were really awesome. And then I decided to like kind of combine that with autism and call it awesome brushes. Um, so that's where that came from. Now, this year we did close our painting business and Eric decided to open up a contract and remodeling company called Big Brothers Contracting. And I actually had decided to continue with the brush company and open up a retail store location in which we now have added clothing, jewelry, sensory items, um, shoes, apparel, you know, different apparel, hats and stuff, totes, um, and we even have uh, like a sensory station within the store as well. Um, so, you know, I kind of just wanted to continue with that, even though we don't paint anymore. Of course, we do at home, but um, you know, even though we don't professionally paint anymore, I wanted to continue that because I feel as though this, the organization, what a company was making a good impact in the community, community as well as the contracting community and the autism community as well. That is fantastic. I love the story. Um, it goes hand in hand with... Many of uh, the experiences and, and stories and backgrounds of people that I interview all the time on the show, uh, a, a growing majority of whom are parents who either uh, were in a profession when their child was diagnosed and then sort of morphed and changed along with that to incorporate, like you said, family life and professional life, or um, folks who who switched careers when, you know, and, or developed something brand new um, in an effort to do multiple things, to impact the autism community in a positive way, to help their um, own child, to uh, provide some opportunities for adults with autism, knowing that their child would, would eventually grow out of the school system and still need supports 
and opportunities moving forward. So, so it's, it's clearly something that I think, um, you know, my feeling on it is really, it's fantastic. Um, but there's a, there's a piece to it, which, which does shed light on the fact that there's still just not enough, right? There's not enough in, within the infrastructure in our, in our country. You're in Pennsylvania, I'm in New York. So, you know, throughout the nation, there's just, there's never enough um, in terms of building awareness, raising money and providing opportunities. Um, so I want to thank you for doing what you do. And also how great for you to keep it going after you're, you and um, you and you said Eric, right? Yes. Uh, sort of, um, sort of shifted gears professionally. Um, yes. But uh, very cool. So, so um, let's cover the basics first, I guess. <laughs> the brushes. What makes them special or unique? Why do you like them as a painter? Um, well, I like our brushes because they pretty much they hold a good bit amount of paint. So, like I know typically there are some brushes that are sold in stores where they gotta keep constantly dipping the brushes because the paint is not holding well. Our brushes hold a lot of paint, um, especially our two and a half and our three inch brushes. They're great, um, great for interior and exterior as well. Um, and then also like if you're a person that does a lot of cutting, such as like you know when you're when you're cutting the walls from the ceiling to make two different colors, um, they create really really sharp cut lines. Um, and it, there's a lot of painters that then told me, you know, that their their cutting was like not that great. So once they use our brushes, it kind of made it a little bit easier for them. That's great. And um, so I was also intrigued that that, that your target um, audience, anyway, at least for the for the brushes right now, are contractors, painters. What is the general response that you get from them when they also recognize and learn more about the awesome? aspect of your company. Um, are, are you finding that you're also educating a whole new group of, of people about autism? Yes, yes. There's a lot of painters um, where they'll say, you know, that uh, like, because actually on the back of our business cards, I'm going to show you one. Um, the back of our business cards actually had some facts on it. Um, so like when we do send the brushes out or people purchase them, they'll typically get a, a card that has like some facts about autism um, what type of signs to look for, you know, look for. Um, it talks about, like, when you're communicating with a person on the spectrum, like, what to expect. Um, so a lot of them, they'll say that they may have, have had a family member that had autism or they might have not, not known anyone, um, but it, you know, kind of let them, give them a little bit more insight on what to expect and, like, how to communicate with people and how to have just a lot more empathy and patience with them. I love that. And also, I think it speaks to another growing trend that, that thankfully, I'm very happy to be seeing here uh, in the surrounding community around Anderson Center for Autism, but certainly nationwide as well, which is a growing number of, of business professionals, business owners, um, vendors, contractors, recognizing that, you know, you might get hired by somebody to paint their house you may not realize that there's a child with autism who's living in that house. And there are certainly quite a number of things. Um, sorry. There are quite a number of things that, uh, that that contractor can, can better understand of how to interact with that child, or even just to, to, to recognize that, that maybe there's going to hear, they're going to hear some vocalizations or they're going to see a child, you know, engage in some behaviors that might be unusual for them or not some, something that they've seen before and to recognize right. that it's okay. Um, uh, and then, then there are things that they can do and, and it's still great to interact. Um, always great to interact with your clients and your customers, whether you're in their place of business or in their home. Um, so I, I, appreciate that um that you're finding those ways to to 
bridge the gap, I guess, so to speak. Thank you. Um, okay, so so um, sorry. Uh, I want to also learn a little bit more about your store. Um, give us a website. Where can people go? How do they get there? Um, and and why should they come? Because beyond brushes, they're going to find lots of other things, right? Yes, absolutely. So our, our website is autumnbrushes.com, which is A-E-S-T-S-O-M-E, brushes, B-R-U-S-H-E-S.com. Um, our web, I mean, our store is actually located in Lansdowne, which is 17 North Lansdowne Avenue. That's in Lansdowne, PA, 19050. We're right off of Baltimore Ave for people that are locally that is familiar with the area. Um, and again, at our store, it's not just paintbrushes. We have clothing, we have jewelry, we have sensory items. Um, for particular, my daughter, she wears the uh, noise canceling earmuffs, which we sell. We sell jewelry, um, which she also utilizes because she also has pica as well. Mm-hmm. So that kind of gives her that sensory input um, for her, you know, oral um, sensory issues and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we have, we have, like I said, we have jewelry, we have charms, we have shirt pins. Um, we have, we sell books. I have actually four uh, titles in my store that right now currently that are all written by autism parents and all of them, which I know personally. Um, so once I opened the store, I did reach out to my friends that were authors and asked them to bring their books in so we could sell those as well. Um, we have hats, we have totes. I just added sweatpants to our store. Um, we have water bottles. It's, it's just, the list goes on. Um, and the reason why I added so much more is because people were requesting. You know, people started saying, hey, you guys have t-shirts, you guys have hoodies. So we decided to add that into our store as well. And um, like I said, we do have a sensory station that has putty, Play-Doh, uh, water beads, slime, kinetic sand. Ooh, we also, I love that stuff. <laughs> yes. And we also wow. have a big sensory board, like a busy board that has like um electric like real electric electricity that runs through it. So it's like you can turn the light bulbs on and off. Um there's like a little uh plastic peck uh pex line that we could put a ball in and it kinda like travels down. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a area where you could touch different textures of car- carpet and grass and stuff like that. And that was actually made by Eric through his painting company, I mean, through his contracting company as well. So he actually made that and donated it to the store. So there's like a really big um like I said busy board for kids to come in while their parents are shopping. They could be, you know, entertained by that. So that is fantastic. Um, well, we're going to take a short break in a minute. When we come back, I want to dive a little bit more deeply into that sensory space because um, I think there's more to discuss about the the uh, the importance of everybody considering having a sensory space in their place of business and, and why that can be so impactful for, for children, for adults, for families, for parents um, as they're doing their shopping and, and getting out in the world. Um, but for now, let me just repeat your website one more time. Um, um, and it is awesome brushes, a U T S O M E brushes.com. Correct. correct. Yep. Um, last question before we, um, before we go to a break, do you, can people go online and order? Do you do mailings at all or they have to come in person? Yes, we actually do um, do online orders as well. That's that's how our store originally started. A lot of my customers were out of the country, out of the state. Um, we've shipped to over twenty five con- different countries and states. Um, I was I wasn't really getting a lot of local business until I actually opened up the store. And on our website, we actually have a little little bit more uh, variety of stuff than we do in the store. Stuff that's not so popular. I don't you know I try not to buy too much of it, but it's online in case someone does want it. Um, right, yeah, right. you can order online or come in the store. 
Great. Especially right now, people are looking for that online shopping, especially coming into the holidays. So it's good stuff. Um, All right. Alexis Wood from Awesome Brushes. We're going to take a short break and we're going to come right back. This is 1 in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. In this time of unprecedented challenges, we've seen kindness and resilience light the way. Countless heroes are making courageous sacrifices for the greater good, and the team at Anderson Center for Autism are among those heroes. With tireless dedication and unwavering compassion, they're giving everything they've got to protect the health and well-being of people with special needs. On behalf of the Anderson family, they extend their heartfelt thanks. You are true humanitarians. Thank you for inspiring us every day and for all you're doing to light the way. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in Motion. All right, welcome back to 1 in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and this morning I'm talking with Alexis Wood, CEO and owner of Awesome Brushes. Uh, you can also find them online at awesomebrushes.com. And Alexis and I have been talking about kind of the genesis of, of the business, the connection to family, um, what you can find at her store, which sounds like a lot of fun. Um, the, so many of the things that you mentioned, we use here at Anderson, I know firsthand um, also that the things like the jewelry, like these are things that, that developed out of need, you know, and, and somebody creative coming up with, well, um, you know, let's make something that, that uh, looks attractive and kind of, you know, works and works for kids, works for young adults, works for adults, um, and, and gives them that sensory input that they need without uh, causing a safety concern, which is, yeah. off, off, you know, obviously in the mind of, of family members and, and professionals everywhere. So I love that you sell that stuff. I also love that your customers started to ask for things like sweatshirts and T-shirts. That makes me think that your brand and and what you're doing in terms of autism awareness is resonating with your customer base. Um, You know, people are proud to wear something that has a logo on it if they believe in what's happening behind the logo. So that's great. Congratulations on that. Thank you. I appreciate Um, it. Yeah, no, it's it's good stuff, um, and and also thrilled to know that you're going to be do that you do online uh, orders. So everybody should go check out awesomebrushes.com and see what they have there. Um, before the break, you were telling me about the sensory space that you have mm-hmm. in the store, um, Anderson. Uh, we have a con- among many other things, we have a consultation department, uh, and we consult with local businesses and communities, and we have an autism-supportive environment and autism-supportive community training that we provide um, that involves a lot of education about really starting with the isolation that families raising a child with autism can often experience, um, whether it's because their child engages in, in unsafe behaviors, health-dangerous behaviors that just make it really scary to go out of of the home um, or because of the way that they may have been treated historically um, when going into a store or a restaurant um, and maybe their child starts to engage in, in different behaviors or vocalizations. And all of a sudden you feel like everybody's eyes are on you. And, you know, I've heard this time and time again, that families feel 
that uh, they just sort of can't handle the stress um, and being asked to leave certain locations. So, uh, so one of the things that I know our team works on with a lot of businesses is exactly what you've done. <laughs> Create a space so that when somebody on the autism spectrum needs some, some place to go entertain themselves or to self-soothe, to calm down, to get a little sensory input, it doesn't mean that the whole family has to leave the store. Right, right. So, do you do? What do you see in terms of utilization? Do, you know, and is and, and is that space only utilized by people who have autism, or or are all the kids over there? Um. Well, when we had our resource event, and I actually took the table outside, even adults were over there playing with stuff. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> so I think that it's not just the children. It's anybody that comes and they'll be like, "Oh, what's this?" Um. A lot of people think the stuff on there is for sale, and I'd be like, "No, it's just you know play with." Or like I do have individual putty cups where you could take it. Like if you know you're in your shop and you want to take something, they can. Um. But I think that most of the people that come in here look at that area, and especially the busy board. Like they're over there pulling the chains, turning the lights on. Like, oh, I didn't notice actually you know work and I'm like yeah we added electricity and everything like that so most people that come in like that's where their attention is at like they're over there looking at everything because you don't like you said you don't see that many places um and I do I would like to you know kind of touch on a situation that you had mentioned about like going places with your child and like having to leave um this past weekend we tried to go out to dinner on uh was it Saturday night with our you know with our whole family um, and we went to the melting pot in King of Prussia and Milan would not sit at the booth. She kept like running around. I don't know if it was because she was getting a little antsy about the wait. We made a reservation and we still had to, you know, wait for about 10, 15 minutes, which yeah. honestly, That's another thing. <laughs> clean things up. So I, I totally get that. Um, but I guess she just wasn't feeling the weight. So she started to like yell and, you know, everybody was looking at us and I'm like, you know, we're just going to have to like kind of leave. And, you know, I don't know if the restaurant maybe thought they did something wrong, but it's like, I just let them know on the side. I said, my daughter has autism. I think she's kind of getting a little bit, um, you know, upset. Maybe, maybe the noise, the lighting, whatever. I was like, she has sensory issues. So I'm like, we're just going to have to leave. And, you know, they, they, they seem like they understood. So we, we left, but I was like, you know, I was a little bit like kind of, like just, I was a little, I, I'm not going to be honest with you. I'm a, I was a little bit upset about it because I was so ready to eat. I was hungry and our <laughs> reservation was already kind of late because they didn't have anything early. But, you know, we wound up just getting like takeout from somewhere else and, you know, just still, you know, enjoying the night. But like, you know, stuff like that, you know, being a parent with a child on a spectrum, you can't always, things don't always go as planned, you know? So, you know, it is what it is. And we, we made accommodations for that night. So everyone still was able to eat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think that that is a very, thank you for sharing that story um, and that experience. I think it's something that, that so many people will, will relate to. Um, but also what you said just now is that things don't always go as planned. That is not something that is unusual or unique to a family with a, you know, with a, with an individual with autism within that family unit. I mean, things don't always go as planned. Things hardly ever really go as planned. And oftentimes <laughs> the more you plan, the less it kind of works out that way. Um, and so again, going back to what you've done and what so many other business owners are choosing to do, which I think is, I just want to talk about it because I want people to get how important it is and often how simple it can be to just create some spaces in your home, in your school, in your library, in your business where you recognize that, yeah, things don't always go as planned, and that's not unique to that one particular family coming in. Um, and, and I love what you said before. You take it outside, and all of a sudden, everybody who walks by wants to play because it's fun, and it feels good. And sensory input is is really important for all of us. It's just sort of on different levels in terms of what the need is. So I think it's great. Um, 
And, you know, thank you, Eric, for, for designing that, that wall and donating it to the store. I'm sure you're going to really help a tremendous number of people into the future. Um, you mentioned also, Alexis, that, um, that you had a, uh, a resource fair, yes? Yes. And that was to raise money. And so I know that I'm going to let you talk about it, but we are coming into the holidays. So, so you did something where you raised some money and you're going to be able to do something really special, I think, coming into um, Christmas time. Yes. Um, so, yeah, me and another individual that I'm um, pretty cool with, um, her name is Shannon. She owns an organization, which is a nonprofit called Your Beautifully Made, um, and we partnered for that. Um, her organization doesn't necessarily support individuals with autism. She kind of does, like, mentoring programs and things like that for young uh, teens and adults. So we had um, we actually had met on Instagram, and we agreed to partner. So we did a, a community resource fair in the back of my store. I have, like, a really huge, like, lot with grass and stuff like that. Uh, we had a lot of vendors that came through. Um, you know, they had a lot of, re- you know, different resources. There were some organizations there that supported, like, child abuse, um, you know, helping families and individuals with autism get like services and support so we were able to raise um we actually raised close to maybe four hundred dollars but me and her split the money um because she wanted you know obviously she used some for her organization for our programming and stuff and I, my, my portion of it i'm using it towards my autism giveaway how they get away i normally typically like the label as how they get away because i know some people don't celebrate christmas and things like that um, and we typically mail the gifts out before Christmas. So, um, yeah, so I raised the money and I'm like, so I'm going to still put some um, of my personal money with it as well. But that, you know, that that fundraiser helped bring a lot of, you know, revenue in. Whereas though now I can actually give back more to the community because last year, unfortunately, we were only able to give to about two kids. One was in New York, one was in North Carolina. Um, but this year I'm, I want to be able to give back to more children. Um, and what typically happens is the parents will send in, you know, email talking about like their experiences. This year I actually asked that parents talked about like how the pandemic affected their child, whether it was the services or the education and also how did it affect their holiday plans as well. Um, and, you know, we just randomly pick a couple people and, you know, we send the gifts out. They'll let us know what their children like. We'll pick out the gifts and we either mail it or this year, since I have a location, if you're locally and you, you get picked, you'll be able to just come in and pick the gift up or we'll even deliver it to you. So I like to do that every year because I know how sometimes, especially this year, financial problems for parents, um, you know, is probably has increased, whereas a lot of parents may not have the revenue, might have lost a job, you know, funding, whatever. Um was though they can't maybe get their children something so we'll be able to help out you know with a couple people a couple family members and you know send some stuff to them that's great i love that and i love that you know you're both local and also um you know more broad when it comes to inviting people to to write you stories to to enter into that that's fantastic can people go to autism or sorry autumnbrushes.com to find out how to enter into the holiday giveaway Yes, yes. It's under the tab of awesome donations, whereas though there's an option if you want to donate towards the, or, you know, to the company for the, the fund, I mean, for the um, holiday fund, or if you want to email us and, uh, you know, send your story in to be, you know, to be in the, the pot to be picked. 
Well, that's great. We are just about out of time, but Alexis, um, I, I just applaud you for what you're doing and Thank for you. You. being real and putting yourself out there and also um, putting together what sounds like it's just going to be a business that continues to thrive and grow. And I wish you all the best. Uh, reminder to our listeners to go check out awesomebrushes.com. You can donate toward the holiday drive. You can uh, get in touch with Alexis. You can um, enter to, to be a winner in the holiday holiday uh, giveaway and you can shop and what's better than that um, all in the name of autism awareness and excellent excellent uh, paintbrushes <laughs> and uh, which we now know uh, that you know if you're if you do that for a living there's a lot of effort that's gone into to making these really uh, quality and a lot of other um, uh, items as well and I really wish you all the best to you and your family and your business thank you I appreciate it and thank you so much for having me you're very welcome. This is 1 in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to 1 in 54, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at the same time next week. 